Welcome to the Mom Manual. Motherhood doesn't come with instructions, but it should. We are on a mission to highlight ordinary moms doing extraordinary things to build the ultimate mom manual. Every week, I have the distinct honor of speaking with women about the lessons they've learned and the inspiration that got them to where they are today. Join us for a conversation that will spark creativity, provide actionable tips, and celebrate the ordinary and extraordinary moments of motherhood. The Mom Manual starts now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mom Manual. I have such a fun guest for you guys today, Rachel Mansfield. If you don't follow her on Instagram, you will 100% need to. She's co-founder of Get Shit Ventures, food entrepreneur, cookbook author, and she has her own podcast. Rachel, you're doing all the things. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I, I love having another podcaster on my podcast because you you know all the things to give your story. So we'll jump in with that. If people don't know who you are, which I'm sure a lot do, tell us like how you got to being this juggernaut of all things. Give us your background story. Sure. So hello, everyone. My name is Rachel Mansfield. I have been running my food blog, brand, et cetera, for nine years, eight, almost eight years full time. Uh, before this, I was the earned media manager and executive assistant to the CEO and founder of a CPG company in the beverage space. And when I was there, I felt super like undervalued and undercompensated for the work I was doing. And I wanted to find a way to make more money, like a side hustle, side income of sorts. And this is also around the same time that my passion and obsession for making food and like experimenting in the kitchen really started to take off. So I loved overnight oats. And I said to my husband, then fiance at the time, I'm going to make overnight oats and deliver them to people throughout Manhattan, like on a bike. Like Imagine like a healthy breakfast at your desk, like when you're, when you're working. And he's a lot more realistic in some of my, like he brings me down to planet earth. He's like, Rachel, that's kind of a lot of work. Why don't you post about overnight oat recipes? See if people give a shit. And if they do, then we can look into a commercial kitchen. Anyways, I start posting recipes on Instagram and on a blog. And I eventually started to post like banana breads made with oatmeal and cookies made with oat flour and evolved into just sharing all types of food. And at that time, that was nine years ago. And at the time there was like paleo bloggers, vegan bloggers, like very specific food blogs. And I'm just here to make food that tastes good. That's made with more like wholesome and nutritious ingredients. So it really took off from there. And about nine months into sharing recipes, I was fired from my job and didn't know what the heck to do with myself because I was making $50 a post here or there on Instagram. The term influencer was not a thing. This is almost a decade ago. Yeah. And so, so I, nine years ago, we're talking like 2014? January 2015, I started it. Okay. And by December, I was fired. I just gotten married that September. I was 25. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. And I collected unemployment, which was the same amount of money as I was making from my job. So that just shows how undercompensated I was. And I didn't know what to do with myself. And my husband and my parents just said, give yourself six months, see if you could build yourself like a, you know, a profitable business and with your recipes. And if you can, great, keep going. And if you can't go find a job. I was fortunate enough that like I had a savings, like I've always, always been a saver. I'm a big budgeter. So I was comfortable and like I'd gotten married. So my husband was, you know, helping me and or us, I should say, and knock on wood, I haven't looked back. It'll be 
eight years, December 4th. So going back to 2015, do you feel like you got fired from the job because you didn't like it or because you were focusing on the blog? Great question. So I was fired from my job for probably a couple of reasons. I was working on weekends and at night, like it was not during during the workday. Right. Uh, truthfully, I was fired from my job because when I was the assistant to the CEO and founder, his wife did not like me. And I'm pretty sure that the executive team got sick of listening to it. So okay, they, okay. they got rid of me. So it's kind of, you know, more politics than anything but else. I, I think it's always like a blessing in disguise, right? Like when one door closes, another one opens, because who knows if you would have been able to get this going as fast if you had still been working. And, um, you know, so anyone who's listening that's going through a hard time, she got fired and now has her own complete brand. Love it. I also, I never would have had the balls to leave. Like I never would have like had the courage to say to myself, oh, Rachel, like go post about food online and like, let's hope you can make money. And, you know, fast forward almost a decade, my husband works with me now, like my business, our business supports our family of five. Like it's a very profitable business. Okay. So you start the blog and then how do we get from 2015 to now, 10 years later? I guess I have no idea. I'm like, I blacked out so much. So much has happened in in the last few years. I mean, I wrote a cookbook with Larkson Potter. I started a podcast. I birthed three children. We moved from the city to Hoboken to Milburn, New Jersey. My husband quit his job in finance to help me run our business. We started investing in brands. We started a venture capital fund. It's there have been so many moving pieces to this business. And I think that's what I've love about what I do is that like you, you can never get too comfortable because if you're comfortable, that means you're not thinking ahead enough. So I try to like branch out and try new things as often as possible to continue to like grow, grow our business. Yeah. And what did your husband do before? He was, he's a CPA by trade. Then he worked at a hedge fund, like hedge fund, private equity. He did like the account operations, like the back end of a, a fund. Got it. I'm that's like, the most I can explain there. Yeah, no, that's mm. a good broad level. Cause I'm like, he, he's had to have done something in finance to go start investing and write. Like those are bold moves for someone who doesn't know the space. So I don't want to like take credit for it, but like we only did this because of me. No, it wasn't because of my husband. And it's so funny to me because people assume that I was able to do the job that I was doing because my husband worked in finance. That's not how it worked. We started investing in brands well, like I was the primary breadwinner for five plus years. And that's why my husband left his job because he's like, I could just, we could make more money if I'm like working with you than, you know, commuting to an office and working seven to nine every single night. Yeah. Um, the investing piece actually came to me. I was sitting on the couch one night and I remember saying to myself, like, there's so many of these brands that I really want to get more involved in. Like, how could I get involved besides just a transactional Instagram post? Like, how could I really become in like, a part of them. And I was obsessed with Hugh Kitchen, like the chocolate and the restaurant at the time. And I wrote an email to the previous CEO and said like, Hey, my name's Rachel. I'm obsessed with your chocolate. Can I invest in your company? I didn't like, I helped with investor relations at my last job. So I was like somewhat familiar with the, with the investing space. And they were like, sure, we are just close or about to close our one and only round. Come in and meet with us. Long story short, I ended up investing. They viewed me as a strategic investor. From there, we've invested in 10 different companies such as ah. Lalo, Serenity Kids, Midday Squares. 
And four years into doing that, a lot of people kept asking, how can I do this, Rachel? Like, I want to invest. Like, can you help me make these decisions? Can you and Jordan like guide the way? Like, what am I doing here? So I said to Jordan, if you leave your job, why don't we start our own fund and invest in more companies? So we've invested in five brands through Great Shit. So now we're investors in over 15 different companies, which is crazy when I say that out loud. And a lot of them I'm an advisor for. One of them I'm a founding advisor for. It's really exciting. I love it. It's like a side oh passion gosh. that I don't I don't talk enough about it to be honest with you on social media but it's like yeah. a huge part of my day-to-day that is super cool I love all that I was a finance major in college which has really helped me with running dreamland baby but we we have not taken money so this is like a whole we're bootstrapped like you're bootstrapped yeah through through, truly bootstrapped like true true which you know, in some ways is amazing because it's like everything we do, we have to have an eye to profit, but in other ways, it's like, it'd be really nice sometimes to be able to just go hire a bunch more people and have, you know, some like real money to play with. I love the direction this went in, but I want to bring it back to the food. So busy mom, three kids, you're now doing investing. I mean, beyond, I didn't even know all that. You're doing a lot of things. So how do you find the time to make healthy, well-balanced meals and snacks and all that. It's not easy. And like, I think that sometimes I can make it look easier than it actually is through a social media lens, which is something I'm trying to really show that it is a constant chaotic show in this house. It's not just smooth sailing all the time with food, but my number one tip on how to feed your family is to prepare and plan ahead. So now that back to school season is fully here, it's my kids' first day of school. I said that like next week is like, you know, the real first week I'm putting together a meal plan. Like these are the meals that we're going to make Monday through Thursday. I don't cook Fridays and Saturdays. It's like my hard rule. Absolutely no, no cooking. And I pack their lunches the night before. Like I'm a planner because I think you have to be. And in addition to that, I also keep, I all have like pantry and fridge and freezer staples that are always here. So that way when I need a last minute thing to eat or last minute thing to make, our fridge, our place is stocked. Like the second we finish a bag of basmati rice, it's already on my grocery list to buy more. The second we have the last frozen pizza, yes, I eat frozen pizza too. I already have it on the list to buy more. I keep our house stocked, like ready, locked and loaded. Okay. I need to know the staples. What are the staples? So we actually just put together, and I don't even know how to plug this. So like, I'm not even plugging it, but just honestly, I'm working on this right now is if you subscribe to my newsletter list, I'm almost 10 years into doing this and I'm just starting a newsletter. Hi, Earth to Rachel. But if you subscribe to our newsletter list, I we put together this like beautiful PDF of all of our staples. So the cereals that I buy, like the flowers, yeah. um, the grains, the vegetables, like basically you will never not know what to make if you keep these items on hand. So in terms of like cooking, I always have like a rice and a quinoa. I have broths. I have pastas. My freezer, like when meat is on sale, I look like I'm preparing for a tornado. Like I hoard things when they're on sale because I want to make sure that we're fully prepared. Eggs. There's so many different things. Fruit, frozen vegetables are so underrated. Like my kids prefer frozen broccoli over fresh broccoli, frozen peas, cans of tuna, like jarred tomato sauces. There's so much you can make. This is making me feel good because as you're going through, I'm like, oh wait, I have all those things in my house. Like I I do have all those things, but we don't really, I don't feel like we really cook all. I'm like, what do we eat? We really just eat chicken every night and like some kind of, like you said, either a rice or a pasta plus a vegetable. Like it's so- 
you would like, I just made that this week. It's like a one pot creamy, like cheesy broccoli rice dish. And then you put all the ingredients into like a large pot or a Dutch oven. And it's everything. It's like rice, broccoli, chicken, garlic, and onion. And then it's a one pot meal. And you probably already have all the ingredients. So all the recipe and like the foods that I'm sharing, they're using staples that you probably have on hands. Like my mom always like, I have no food. I have no food. I'm like, you have so much food. You just don't know what to do with it. Yeah. No, I think the crazy thing about it is, so I had, I'm 16 years older than my brother and I have twin brothers, five of us. I know we're all like way spread out. Thank you parents. And so he wanted to live with me, which was a trip his junior and senior year, which ended up being COVID. So he, but he did live with me for one year and he would always say, you have no food. Like you have no food. And I I would say, no, Matthew, I, I do. Like we have a nanny who lives in our house and we have four kids. So there was eight of us. I'm like, there's food. We go to Costco and spend a lot of money every week. Like there's lots of food, but it was like the food that the way my parents stock food, they always had tons of like meats and cold cuts and like chips and dips and like wraps and like they would make like bagels all the time. They live in Boston. So it was just like a different type of food that he like couldn't figure out what to eat at our house. He's like, where's the like, you know, brats I can, but I'm like, I don't, we don't have those, but we have other stuff. So everything you just said though, is like what I keep my house. I'm like, okay, I'm doing good. So I want to sign up for your email list. We'll put this all in the show notes, but yes, I need that like staples. And then where do you shop? I feel like that's another one for like cost can, and and I'm hearing you say you're saving. So you're conscious of that. So yeah. Like, how do you save money? How do you like, do you go once a week? Like tell us that, that side of it. So if I didn't recipe test for a living, I would go grocery shopping one to two times a week. But because I'm constantly making new things in the kitchen, well, I'm at the grocery store three to four times a week because I don't, I plan ahead for what my kids are eating and what we're eating, but I don't always plan ahead for work. So I grocery shop, it depends on the item. So I, I, in my phone and like the notes app, just like the basic one your phone comes with, I have like a Trader Joe's list a yeah. Whole Foods list, a Costco list, and a ShopRite list. And do I go to all those stores in one week? No. But as I need things, I'll like populate them in their respective categories. And I have a good idea of like what's cheaper, where, and like the better price. And we go to those stores, like I would say Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Costco. I do like, I go to ShopRite. ShopRite really saves a lot of money, but I don't think that they have good organic produce. I do not like the organic produce. ShopRite. Is that just like a regular grocery store? You've never heard of ShopRite? Mm-mm. Stop. Yeah. Um, it's like, like a Safeway kind of, I guess. Safeway. Okay. 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 Yeah. See, I don't think Safeway is, so I grew up in Boston and we had Market Basket. And that was like, I don't know what that is. I mean, it looks like you're in a warehouse. Like it is, and it's it's not well maintained, but it's like so cheap. It's the cheapest stuff. Oh. And they have organic and all the things. So Safeway is a regular grocery store, but I feel like it's expensive compared to Trader Joe's and Costco. Like I feel like Safeway's so, expensive. ShopRite thing is like ShopRite always save. Like literally, that's like their slogan. I remember from the TV commercials, but I, I'll i go there. Wegmans, Target. I grocery shop at so many. Like I love grocery stores. It's like a huge, you know, 
a hobby of mine, especially before I had kids. Now I just like don't like going because they want to buy everything in the grocery store. I'll, I'm not like that biased when it comes to like where to shop. I also like buy things online. Like I'll buy things directly from a brand. Like I have a butcher box meat subscription because like um, that actually yeah. is more economical. I think I even have a discount code that like gets you free beef for life or something. So every time you order from butcher box, you will get like pounds of free grass fried grass finished beef. It's amazing. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not like partial to one place and I don't have good farmer's markets by me at all. So I don't farmer's market. Do you now, do you actually physically, it sounds like you like grocery shopping. So it's a hobby. You actually go or do you do like Instacart? Like, how do you get it to you? I don't Instacart unless I'm coming home from a trip or I'm really busy and I can't, I don't have time because I don't want someone else picking out my apples. Like I'm really particular in like the size of the apple, the shape, like literally I'm talking about apples, but like I'm, I'm particular. My Japanese sweet potatoes, like they don't know the size that I like, like they don't know the shape. So I go, but like when we come back from a vacation and I, we're like on our way home, like to the airport, I definitely order food delivery because like I can't go, but nine out of 10 times, like my husband or I will go. Today's episode was brought to you by Dreamland Baby. I want to introduce you to a product that hundreds of thousands of parents use to help their baby sleep. The Dreamland Baby Weighted Sleep Sack. Hi, I'm Tara Williams, host of the Mom Manual and founder of Dreamland Baby. When my son Luke was six months old, he was still waking up every hour and a half. I was completely exhausted, frustrated, and at my wits end. Sound familiar? My solution to create a gently weighted sleep sack that babies can safely wear to help them feel calm, fall asleep faster, and stay asleep longer. The award-winning doctor-approved Dream Weighted Sleep Sack and Swaddle features our proprietary CoverCom technology, evenly distributed weight from your baby's shoulders to toes to help naturally reduce stress and allow your little one to feel relaxed and sleep soundly. If you're struggling to get your baby to sleep for longer stretches and go down easier, you're not alone. This product was a game changer for my son and can be for your family too. And right now we've got a special discount exclusive to mom manual listeners. Use code MOMMANUAL15 at checkout to get 15% off site-wide. Isn't it time for you to invest in rest? So I have a ton of friends that do, they're like, I cannot believe you actually go to the grocery store. Like that is so foreign to me. And, and, and I'm going to be completely candid here because I do have four kids and I run a business as well. And people are like, how do you do it all? Like my nanny does her grocery shopping. So she goes every week to Costco and then they get the hot pizza and they love it. And that's like dinner for the night. So it's super easy and it's cheap and it's, they, they like their samples are back. So that's something they enjoy, but I will go to Trader Joe's every once in a while. And it's more for like the treats. Like it's not Mm -hmm. never a good run because it's just like, Oh, let's get a bunch of candy for the house. Trader Joe's though. They do have good pricing on, I'm sure you're getting eggs at Costco, but they have like really good, a dairy free cashew yogurt. That's Mm -hmm. delicious. It's like an organic cashew yogurt. They, I love kombucha. They have the best pricing on kombucha cheeses. Yeah. Uh, there's a, for their frozen section is really good. Trader, like if you know how to shop, like their brown rice pasta is good. There's certain things there that like, maybe I should do a Trader Joe's guide. 
Yeah. You should do one for sure. I mean, because I go and I get like the peanut butter cups, like mint chip ice cream. I mean, we have like a whole list of chocolate pretzels of like all the junky stuff, but they do, Mm -hmm. they're, they're cheap too. I mean, that's another one where like you can get organic stuff for pretty cheap. Um, yeah. hey, butcher box, tell me about that. Cause that's what I've always looked at. You get it regularly so, or yeah, I've been a subscriber of butcher box for years. I've partnered with them a bunch, which was awesome because like after being a customer, I started partnering with them, which is always like a dream of mine, but I get their chickens. I actually just renewed our order like two days ago. They have like really good gluten-free chicken fingers. My husband has celiac. So I like our house is gluten-free. Oh, yeah. yeah. Add that to the mix of three kids. <laughs> Everything has to be gluten-free as well. Uh, their bacon, their bacon's so good. The only thing I really don't get that often from Butcher Box is like their their fish, but I'm really particular about fish. They have great sausages, the best hot dogs. Like I do not eat hot dogs unless they're from Butcher Box. Like they're amazing. I don't think I eat hot dogs in general, but maybe I'm going to want to eat the Butcher Box ones. They're like good hot dogs. They're not just like processed like rat's butt. Like it's yeah. like, you know, like I feel like a hot dog like from Nathan's is like not a hot dog. Like this is a hot dog. Well, it was, was a hot dog. It was like, what was it? A horse hoof or something? Plus, I, I called it like rat's butt because like, I'm yeah. like, I don't know what the heck that is. Like, that's no, it really, I think that's what's in it. It's like the, it's or the pig's hoof or something about a hoof. I remember I was reading one time and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want the hoof. Like nasty. No. Um. No. All right. So butcher's box. Okay. You have a code. We'll, we'll find that from you and put it in the show notes. Yeah, I'll find it. If, if you can have it. Um. And do you do any other subscription boxes? I have athletic greens, seed, ritual, supplements. Oh my God. Everything's on a subscription for me because by the time I'm like down to my like one to two last one or so last days, like my other bottle comes. So I have like yeah. a ritual subscription, a seed pro uh, daily symbiotic subscription. I've had that for like five years, athletic greens or AG one, as they call themselves. Now I've had that for years. Um, Nutrafol. I'm like a supplement junkie. Okay. I love supplements. I need to know about all these supplements too. Oh, I'm- I take liquid collagen. Oh my God. Like <laughs> I could have a supplement podcast. I do a lot. I know. I, I love it. Like I am so here for it because I do think it really ties in with healthy eating, right? Like it is rounding out your meals. I look at athletic greens and I did put that under food because for me, it is almost like a food because I know I'm not getting enough greens, right? I'm not Same. eating salads all day, every day. And that in my mind is a supplement to that. I, seed and ritual are two I like keep hearing about. What what's the what's the deal with those? So okay, ritual. I started taking their prenatal when I was pregnant with Brody, prenatal. my second son. And but they have it's a multivitamin. They have but I started with their prenatal. What I liked about it is you could take it first thing in the morning. And it never like repeated on me, which I you know when you're pregnant, like it just sometimes swallowing pills is really hard for people. Yeah, and. I love that they're like traceable, like they trace all the ingredients that they put into the vitamins. I just, I love it. I take the postnatal one now for uh, breastfeeding. My husband does the men's. They have a protein powder. I don't really protein powder, so I don't, I can't attest that. They have a probiotic. I haven't tried it because they came out with it when I was already taking seed. So seed is my daily symbiotic and that's a probiotic. I don't even know what that means. It's like their fancy way of saying a pre-probiotic. It's like your daily like gut health supplement they say to take it every morning I take it every night because I go to the bathroom in the morning so I prefer to take it like at night before I go to bed but I actually think I have like discount codes for all these things so I'll send you all the like well, stuff we'll so if anyone full, wants it a full yeah. 
And then, and it's so funny because all of these, I do feel like are very like influencer E, right? I know. Like AG1, seed, ritual, and neutrophil that I am seeing that everywhere. This is for your hair, right? To grow your hair. It's for your hair, um, which, you know, postpartum hair loss is real. And like, that's why I started taking it. And I took it after Ezra and Brody, and then I'm taking it after my third. Yeah. And so you only take it after you lose your hair and then you'll be good. Or I took it like a month postpartum and I haven't stopped. Cooper's like eight and a half months. Mm -hmm. And then when I was pregnant, I didn't take it. I don't know how long I'll take it for, but right now I don't see first. I don't think that I'll stop. Do you see like it really is working? Yes. My hair, knock on wood, has not been falling out like crazy. Like it did with my other kids after Ezra. Yeah. You know, I, I wonder what the active ingredients are. I started taking, um, it's called calm. Oh yeah. And that is, oh my gosh, what is it exactly? It's like, a the magnesium. Yes, that's right. Magnesium is like the, the primary and my hair was getting so thick. Like I, I, my oldest or youngest magnesium. Yes. I felt like, well, okay. I was trying to identify like what why? So I have, if, if you like, look at my hair, I have no makeup on. I'm like a mess right now. This will be on, this will be on YouTube maybe, but like, I have like the baby hairs. Right. And I started noticing they were like looking really thick. And then I was like, why is my hair growing so much? Because there's different things that you take. That's like a prenatal has stuff that like helps your hair grow. Right. Um, so some people just stay on a prenatal and I looked up and one of the things for magnesium was it makes your hair like thicker and stronger. And also it helps your adrenals and your calm, whatever, but it's kind of like the side effect of it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I need to take this every day. So I wonder about neutrophil. I mean, everybody wants longer, thicker, shinier hair, of course, but I mean, these are all quite expensive, right? And then when you start ordering them every month and then also taking stuff, I went to a functional medicine doctor and I had adrenal fatigue, which is something that is not recognized in Western medicine. It's more... Um, I would say kind of a, it's not a voodoo science, but like if you went to your primary care, they wouldn't be like, oh, you have adrenal fatigue, but this I is was diagnosed with it a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. But it's like not a real thing. Apparently. I don't know. And so anyways, she put me on all these vitamins. And when you were talking about like the repeat stuff, like I was like choking them down. Like it was such an effort. I had to take, you know, these two fish oil a day. They're like this big. I mean, they're huge. And I was like, I need to kind of like scale this stuff down. So then she really got me on like the basics, she said, which is multivitamin, probiotic. It's kind of like everything you're taking, the calm fish oil, B5, B6 and vitamin D. So like that's, I feel like the kind of basics is that, I mean, are, do you, are you in this, like, where you like research this and find out what's good for your body? Or do you just, are you like, give me all the things. I used to, I used to do a lot more research and like what I, and honestly I should be, but I think just because like being pregnant on and off for the last five pregnant or breastfeeding for the last five years, it's just, there's so many moving pieces and things going on, but I take my rich, my multivitamin. I just started taking vitamin D again, which I usually don't take during the summer. So I'm starting it now that like my kids are going to be in school for like immunity and stuff. Uh, My probiotic Nutrafol and I take magnesium at night and drink my AG1. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I, sh- I, it's funny you asked though. Cause I just made an appointment to go see a primary care doctor because I feel like I need to see what else I should be taking. 
Yeah. I feel like the, the functional medicine doctors are like, I did a saliva test and then she got all my labs. Cause I did go to my primary care and they took, it was like basic labs. And I'm like, so what now? And they're like, here's the information. And it was like, your vitamin D levels are good. And that was when I had to actually pay extra for my vitamin D this, this podcast is all over the place, but vitamin D is actually has a high link to breast cancer. And my dad's, both of his sisters had like really early breast cancer. They were like in their late thirties, early forties. And his whole family is super deficient on vitamin D. So he's always been like, I feel like that was the link. Like, you know, was it or not? I don't know. But so I had wanted to get my vitamin D levels tested, but it's not something that's like covered by insurance. You actually have to like pay extra. So when I used to see a functional medicine doctor, Dr. Lippin in Mason, Manhattan, I love him. And he always said something about vitamin D that resonated really well. I always forget. He's like, no one is getting enough vitamin D. Like mm-hmm. everybody is vitamin D deficient. So like there's yeah. no harm in taking it. Yeah. So it's something that like anyone could benefit from taking. And I take 5,000 IUs a day. And I think that is like from what I, that's just like what I've always lived by. And I love Dr. Libin. Like he's so yeah. smart and so good at like what he does. But yeah, it's like most doctors are not going to tell, like a functional medicine doctor just looks at things so differently totally. than a primary care doctor. But I think because I saw him for so many years, like I'm in, I- still remember everything he would say to yeah. me. I wish I could still go to him every day. That would be amazing. And I'll say another thing about the vitamin D that, that's nice is it's like a super tiny pill. So if you hate those big pills and the ones that are hard to swallow, it's like coated and it's teeny tiny. So that's definitely a good one to try. Give us your top couple gluten-free recipes. Cause I know that is such a movement right now. Obviously your husband has celiac. So you guys aren't just by choice. That is, he is, needs to be gluten-free, but what are yeah. like easy go-tos for, if you want to try to dip your toe into gluten? So I'm going to start with like a breakfast. I'll do like a day, I guess maybe, yeah. um, my cottage cheese pancakes. Okay. I don't even like cottage cheese, but if they're in pancakes, they're amazing. Yeah. All my recipes, I'm 99% of my recipes are gluten-free. So everything I'm saying is gluten-free cottage cheese pancakes. My Thai turkey meatballs are amazing. And like a coconut curry. We love those for dinner over like some like organic basmati rice or quinoa or whatever it may be. My chocolate chip walnut cookies mm. are my husband's favorite cookie. Like even if you're not gluten-free, like you, I, you will love these cookies. They're amazing. And same thing with my mom's model bread. But I'm like getting hungry just hearing you say all this stuff. But I also, how long does this take to make? You what know, you I, no, I, I, everything that I share is like, I don't cut an onion properly. I very just, if I can do it, I always say if I can do it, anyone can do it because Uh I'm not in the kitchen whipping up an elaborate like braised beef with gourmet mashed potatoes and like homemade biscuits for dinner. Like I'm literally throwing things into a pot and hoping that it sticks or throwing ingredients into a blender to make a sauce to pour on top of some pasta to enjoy. It's a very, very minimal effort because if I'm doing it, it has to be true. I, I, I love that. Okay. You guys have got to check out her Instagram. It will make you hungry. I was looking at this before the podcast and I was like, I want to make that. I want to make that. Thank you. What you're saying, like minimal effort, this looks like maximum effort. So it's I'm not, I promise, I promise it's I like, mean, it's, it's very, very, very simple. And it's like, if you could do it, great. If you can't, then don't do it. And that's what I always say to people. Like right now, I love having these tuna salad nori wraps and they take me a total of three minutes to make. It's a can of tuna, yeah. mayo, 
Dijon mustard, all whatever you want to put in your tuna salad, put it into a bowl, mash it all up with some avocado, and then roll it into a seaweed wrap. Wow, you just had a meal in less than five minutes, but it looks gourmet. Yeah. But it's not. You know, yeah. it's like, and same thing, like I make these homemade chicken nuggets. It's ground chicken, chopped up vegetables. You could put everything in a food processor and do it. Egg and some flour. Okay. That's easy. Yeah. And then you just form it into your little nuggets. Oh my gosh. I, okay. I need to, I need to step up my game. And now is such a great time because it is back to school. We're getting back into routines. Like it's time for me, Rachel. I could talk to you all day about all this stuff. Can you tell us like all the places people can find you? You said Instagram podcast, your blog newsletter. We'll put all this in the show notes, but tell us all the places. So I am Rachel Mansfield on all social media platforms. I, my podcast is called just the good stuff. And our venture capital fund is Great Shit Ventures with no vowels in it. I love it. We'll put it all in the notes and all those codes if you guys want to try all the supplements. And I'm getting Butcher Box for sure. All right, Rachel. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye.